0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ball and Foot Podcast. Uh, my name is Daniel and I'm joined uh, today by my best friend in the whole wide world, Jason. How you doing today, sir?
1: Hey, best friend in the whole world. How are you?
0: I'm doing well, man. Doing well on this uh, Sunday afternoon. Yep.
1: Yeah. These are um, my favorite podcasts because I think you and I have been, uh, have decided to go pretty lackadaisical on them. But, yeah. uh, but it's also the podcast that, uh, I have the least knowledge about because I literally only watch our team <laughs> and I don't, I don't know tactics. So, um, I'm, uh, I'm scared uh, a little, but also I know I'm going to have a lot of fun. So I'm yeah. excited a little.
0: Yeah. It's like, these are like some of it's like me, I'm not a great tactical expert. Like I know, I know enough to make myself sound stupid. So, you know, when I'm talking to somebody that actually knows what they're talking about. So, but then these are like just sort of winging it because like we don't get great numbers on these episodes. So it's like we're just more relaxed and have more fun. So if people would really start paying attention to these episodes, these are probably some of our better episodes because we really just don't. We're just winging it. Right. Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah. It's everyone else's fault for not listening to us. If they did, uh, I feel at least uh, on my part, I would be smarter.
0: (laughs) yeah like if, y- if y'all would listen to these episodes we would actually put a little more time and effort into So, <laughs> for all of those of you who are not listening to this you know currently please listen and all those who are listening we're not talking about you we love you guys right yeah you're y'all you are the apple of our eye for all those that aren't listening you may never hear this but please listen yeah that's right <laughs> oh man yeah so uh just to get, uh, we're not going to cover transfer news in this podcast. Just want to get that out the way. We're not covering transfer news until, uh, we're going to do one big transfer episode. Uh, it'll probably get released on Friday or Saturday. Yeah. Thursday and fr- Friday. Someday. Probably. Yeah. Someday later on this week after the transfer window closes, we're just going to do a big wrap up. We decided we're tired of talking about it. Um, so we just want to do one more episode on it cause we're sick of it. Um, so today, this is just strictly a Southampton match preview um, for your listening pleasure. Um, and so, you know, uh, we're coming off a you know two one win uh, this past weekend, and got a little bit of momentum going forward into Southampton. Southampton is coming off a they lost did they not this past weekend this is see this is why we're off the rails already like <laughs> did Southampton lose I think right? they yes. did yeah they, they did. did they lost to united 1-0 there we go i will remember stuff eventually so um, <laughs> yeah they lost 1-0 to united so um you know uh I've, i actually have watched southampton play a couple of times this this year um they're not terrible by any means um i mean you do lose to united that sort of drops you down a couple of pegs um <laughs> but they did they did draw with leads who mm-hmm. we got just straight thumped by. Um, so, you know, you sort of look at it like this is probably, and you were saying before the podcast started, on paper, this is not like statistically speaking, not like player by player position by position necessarily, but statistically speaking, this is a pretty even matchup on paper, at least.
1: Yeah, they, uh, I mean, it, it's kind of weird our schedules mirror each other in some ways because they they also beat Leicester 2 to 1 um i think is like maybe their first game they've played one more game than we have because they are playing in the um uh, carbio cup at the moment so they beat cambridge united 3 to nothing as they should <laughs> so um yeah i mean they've they've uh, their record i think at the moment is a one win And one draw and two losses from the four matches they played in the Premier League. So, I mean, you know, quality-wise, like you said, uh, maybe not position for for position, but quality-wise, according to the stats, we are pretty even with uh, Southampton right now. They even kind of pass us in in a few things, actually. Um, We have them a number of passes but that doesn't mean our passing accuracy is that much better. So yeah. actually their passing accuracy is not, not great. Um, I think it's like in the seventies or something, but anyway, we're not, we're not much better. We'll find a way to give them the ball any chance we can. Uh, yeah. So that our passing accuracy genuinely doesn't matter. We, we pick the worst spot in the field to give the ball away at. And um, all the other passes don't matter at that point.
0: For real, for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, we've, Actually the the weird thing, like you were saying, there's our schedules sort of mirror each other. We've we've played three of the same teams, like both yeah. of us have. Like we've played Tottenham, they played Tottenham. We've played Leeds, they played Leeds, they've played Leicester, we've played Leicester. Only difference is is we've played Everton and they played United. So yeah. and we both have won those games one or they lost one to United, we won one 0 to Everton. But, you know, they get thumped in their first match of season four one to Everton. Um or to golly. To Tottenham, back <laughs> up. Yeah, Southampton lost 4-1 to Tottenham. So you look at that and you say, okay, well, we conceded two to Tottenham, you know, so, but we also scored two against Tottenham. But Tottenham was probably also, I don't know, that was, they're just going to sit back. I don't, and that's mm-hmm. the thing with this Southampton team is like, I don't know what they're going to come out and do. Just like I did had no clue what, um, my mind is just not in this thing today. Good gracious. Um, Our last team that we played. Yeah. Who did we play Sunday? (laughs) Leicester. Good gracious. Leicester. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, like I didn't know. I wasn't remembering either. So you're not the only one. Jeez. It's been a long weekend. (laughs) It has been a long weekend. You know, so we just played Leicester yesterday. I didn't know what they were going to come out and do. I don't know what Southampton is going to come out to do, especially with the match, you know, being at home, intending to, when you're playing a team like this, when they come on the road, if this was at the bridge, I would assume they're probably going to sit back you know, a little bit more, mm-hmm. but since it's, you know, in Southampton, they might actually come out and play with us, you know, which they've shown that they can do. They've tied leads two two and, you know, they beat Lester two one, just like we did. So I don't know. Are they,
1: do they press? Is that, is that kind of their style? Cause because you said they've they done a really. few different formations. Okay.
0: Yeah. Not, they don't really press a lot. Um, so, uh, I mean, they'll put a little pressure on you, but nothing like a Leeds team. They're not gonna they're not gonna do that. Um, and that's the thing about that Leeds match, like they were very dismal in the first half and then they made a couple of tactical switch. We talked about this on the preview mm-hmm. for the Leeds episode that they switched they were playing three at the back to start and then they switched to four at the back and then that's when they got both their goals, you know, against Leeds was when they switched to that formation. Yeah. So, you know, with that being said, It's one of those things that, you know, if we probably would have made those tactical changes. And then again, in the Leeds match, we just had self inflicted wounds in that Mm -hmm. match. So it's not like I feel like Leeds is not three goals better than us, you know. Definitely not. Yeah. So I don't know, even though they still are ahead of us in the table, even though they lost yesterday, but yeah, whatever. So.
1: I, I think we're kind of starting to get to the, that time in the season where things are going to start balancing out a little bit more. Uh, you're really going to start seeing some of the quality uh, that the teams have. Uh, it's always weird, those first few games of the season, because you're, you're kind of shaking off a lot of stuff. And, and then the transfers uh, window, which we're not talking about, although <laughs> something might come up a little later. But, um, I, I mean, just it ending a, a month into the season, I mean, it's just like distraction city right now. Um, new players coming and going into the squads. Uh, so I, I feel like we are kind of reaching that point in the season where we're, I guess, technically we're 10% done with the season, mm-hmm. which is a little weird to think about it that way. But um, we are kind of coming into that spot where we'll really start separating the wheat from the chaff here, I guess. Yeah. And um, and so I, I just think that this is this is – like how we showed – how we were able to see out a game last time we've got, this game is going to be important to see if we can keep our mentality and our momentum going. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlike we did Tottenham yeah. going into leads. So I, th- I think for me, that's probably the most important aspect of this game. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a team that on paper is pretty similar to us in how their seasons are going so far. Um, even down to some of the specific numbers. So, It'll be, this is going to be an interesting game um, just for a myriad of reasons, uh, notwithstanding uh, some of the issues that we have and some of the positions we have.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I will get to those in a minute, but I mean, like you look at sort of, I mean, like that's the thing with South Canada. They played. And that's why I said I don't really know what they're going to come out and do in this game because Southampton has been very, I guess, versatile in setting up their lineups this year. You know, I mean, when they played Leicester, they played a, I believe they played a 4 2, yeah, 4 2 3 1 against Leicester. I mean, you look at somebody like Tottenham who plays a 3 at the back like we do, they came out with a 5 3 2. Um, Leeds, I believe they came out with a 3 at the back. Yeah, 3 4 2 1, and then they switched that into a 4 4 2 and I think United they played a 4231 as well yep Um. so you look at their team and they're very versatile and you know what they can do so i think Tuchel one has to get his t- tactics spot on to begin with in this match and then if he if they come out in something abnormal that he wasn't prepared for he's got to be able to switch them quick like he's got to go in there with a couple of different game plans for this mm-hmm. match and not just one like we saw with um, leads where we didn't change anything till halftime. Like right. By that time, it was too late in the leads match. So even though we created some chances in the second half, it was just far too late. So I feel like Tuchel, cool if he doesn't get his first set of tactics right, because, you know, which he's got an hour to usually adjust before the match. So, yeah. But he needs to come out with a couple of different ideas here because if You're Southampton and you're preparing for us. I mean, I'm going to prepare for us to play, you know, which is going to be an interesting thing, which we'll get into in a little bit. I mean, when we set up our formation is if we go to that hybrid formation that we've been, Mm -hmm. you know, three at the back when we're defending, four or two at the back when we're going forward. Um, How are we going to set up? Because we have issues that we're going to have to address when we're doing our lineup predictions, you know, sort of help talk through some of that stuff coming up so i mean i think that the biggest thing for me going into this match is is because it is all even on paper and southampton has proven that they can adjust Tuchel is going to have to perform and be able to adjust as well in this match and give us a good formation a good starting base and then for the players to execute the tactics that he is implemented which is usually happens they'll they'll don't do what you know, Tugel says and they'll implement the tactics, but then they just can't finish the chances. But I feel like that's just such a, a mute point at this time. We've hammered it home so much. Like I'm just tired of talking about it. Like just get the tactics right and just pray the ball goes in the back of the net at this point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is sad that that is where we are at this point. Um, and I mean, I just said this is kind of the time when we've shaken the rust off. So uh So maybe I'm being generous there by saying we're still rusty. (laughs) I don't, I don't think that's it though. I, I think that we, I think that we have had chances. We've squandered a lot of chances so far this season. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, we, we have talked about that ad nauseum. I, you know, Sterling's got two goals under his belt so far. Um, hopefully we can get the other, uh, people up front firing. Um, and, uh, maybe even get Reese, uh, to score some more. <laughs> um, he, he had a chance, uh, last game, mm-hmm. so, uh, that was pretty good. So, um, hopefully we can, yeah, we, we've got to just start scoring yeah. more. I think that's the concerning part, but I, 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 I mean, I agree with what you said. It, it comes down to the tactics first and we've, we've got to be able to survive, uh, the unknowable, mm-hmm. uh, for at least that first 15 minutes. And then hopefully Tuka will adjust, but he didn't adjust fast in the leads game at no, all. So for sure, I don't know. But anyway, formation wise, we have the hybrid. If yeah. I mean there, there's flexible positions, we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe, um, and we got players playing in mul- uh, multiple positions, which is kind of wild to see. But uh, but yeah, maybe that maybe that works in our favor. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't really. I don't know. I think that's my biggest, you know, nerves about this game is Will Tuchel adjust quick enough because he hasn't – like Everton, we never were really under any threat. Tottenham, the tactics were on spot. We were just stupid. Leeds, the tactics clearly didn't work, and he didn't adjust quick enough. And then this past week, you know, what we did against Leicester worked fine. It worked out great. It was, you know, spot on. Um The red card didn't help any. I felt like, you know, we probably would have kept a clean sheet had we not had a red card. and actually had 11 men on the field, you know, for the match. But it is what it is. Um, So but I think your point too that you made earlier about the momentum, carrying that momentum from the last match into this match and being consistent with that is big because that's something we need to we definitely need to do and work on. Um, Yeah. So let's just sort of break down who we think is. You know, formation wise, who you think we're going to start? Um, obviously, um, a little disappointed in Tuchel for not listening to this podcast last week and starting Drogba. <laughs> gonna let that one slide, Tuchel. It was your birthday, so I'm gonna let it slide, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, Aspie just had a birthday too at some point. Was he like, I don't know, 150 now? Like that man, is just, yeah, <laughs> he's so old. Like, oh. <laughs> He's timeless. He is. We'll just say that he is. But he's like not like, Ti- like Tiago Silva is like that that fine True. wine that just ages like so well. And you know it's like you know a fifteen year wine and it tastes so great. And like Dave's right. like that. Like you took a bottle of like uh, like ten dollar wine you bought from the uh, the gas station and went and stuck it in your cupboard for fifteen years and then came back to it and it was just rotten and sour.
1: Right. So. Yeah. I was kind of thinking about it. Like, uh, you, it, he, he's like you ate some leftovers and they weren't as good as you remember the night before, yeah. but like, you still want to keep them around
0: <laughs> because they're leftovers, they're leftovers. <laughs> and inflation's crazy right now. So you're trying to save money. Right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you
1: still love it. Right. But it's just not as good as you thought it was. Right.
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, then, um, You know, so, all right. So, I mean, Reddit still, there's a thread on there today debating whether Mindy or Keppa should start, you know. Give me a break, Um, yeah. I'm just over, like, I don't, like, and somebody in the Reddit thread, credit to them, pointed out, it's like, guys, I just don't think y'all remember how bad Keppa was. Like, if the ball (laughs) was coming in from 20 yards out, it was going in the back of the goal. Like, and that's my thought process, too, is like, y'all need to just, Y'all just don't remember how bad Keppel was. Like it was bad.
1: They they are weird on there. They were blaming everybody but Connor Gallagher for Connor Gallagher's red card. Yeah. <laughs> during the Lester game, I was blown away. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I there's just a lot of like <laughs> just put the responsibility where the responsibility is. I don't understand. My my favorite comment from that thread was. Uh, why is this even a thread? This is ridiculous, Chelsea FC, or something, yeah. or the subreddit, or something.
0: Anyway, for sure, and I think. I mean, our fans were like, I, I, I texted to you this morning when you text me that that um thread from Reddit. I was like, dude, our fans are just freaking knuckleheads. Like, y'all need <laughs> to chill. Like, okay, like, because what was in that thread? They they blame it was the blame on Connor, Jorginho. yeah. Tuchel, Kukurea. Yeah, yeah, those are the four yeah, people yeah. that they were debating whether it was like the red card was on and was like or the yellow card. When, whose fault it was that Connor got a yellow card? And it's like it was Georgina's right. fault because he didn't, you know, he's the captain and he should have moved him. I'm like, okay, guys, this is one time I would defend Georgina. That was not on Georgina because <laughs> yeah. I feel like we have a a game plan coming in to set up for corners. And everybody sort of has that set position. So it was whoever designed that corner. So whoever, because we have a set piece coach, whoever's designing that set piece should have realized from the bench since Tuchel wasn't on. How that's on Tuchel, I don't know. But um, right. (laughs) Some people just look to blame Tuchel for everything. So if like he's not on the pitch, then one of the assistant coaches has to realize, okay, maybe we shouldn't have Gallagher back and move him forward. If that's you know the way you want to look at it. But I look at it as. Gallagher's got to just be a smarter player than that. That was just dumb, especially when Chalaba was right there and recovering and, you know, may or may not have made, like I said yesterday, may or may not have made a play on the ball. But it's mm. it, it's Connor's fault. He 100%. You just got to just not be dumb in that situation. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, tons of potential. Maybe he'll learn. I kind of got us off on a tangent there. But, yeah, I, I agree. It's definitely his fault. There's a lot of things that lead up to something like that happening, but he has a responsibility uh, on a second yellow, so yeah, or 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 on a first yellow. Like he, mm-hmm. it's I I tend to blame Connor for that. Uh, I'd yeah, I'd also rather have eleven men on the pitch and be down a goal. So for sure that that that's just me. But uh, I I do enjoy reading um the the Reddit threads. Uh, nowadays mm-hmm. it they do they are off
0: the rails for sure. They are on Twitter's just like just the same, man. They're bonkers off the rails. Like they were I don't know, man. There was they were just ripping each other apart, you know, because of all the which I mean they were just ripping, you know, the players yesterday and the negativity. There was people that were addressing negativity, like, why is everybody being negative? And then they you know, like, our players suck. And it's like, dude, like mean, the ten people that were left on that pitch yesterday played their hearts out and they left everything on that pitch. And I have no complaints with what those players did yesterday. Like Even at this point in time, I mean, yeah, Jorginho had a couple of moments where he was dumb and I was happy when he got off the pitch, but at the same time, like whatever. Right. So I don't know. It, it We were 10 men. To only concede yeah. one and to score two, when we only have 10 men on the pitch, it says something about our players' mentality and their willingness to fight back yesterday. We'll see if that momentum carries over, but, you know, yeah. whatever. Hey, but back to Mindy in this. Yeah, Mindy had a pretty good game
1: yesterday. Oh Like, he wasn't as worrying, although I do tend to just seize up every time the ball goes towards him now, mm-hmm. and it's because of that freaking goal he just gifted leads. So, I mm-hmm. do just have, like, this... <laughs> like i just think every time he's just he's gonna pull a keppa um, yeah so i do get the debate but i also think it's like there's no argument
0: that mindy should still be starting in goal yeah i agree i think you know i, th- I noticed that yesterday too um i mean the only mistake he made was on the goal that he gave up which yeah you know he you've got to cover in your post there and to his credit it was probably five minutes later. They had another near post shot, and he covered on that one. So yeah, yeah, he made up for it. But at the same time, it's like you've got to be more aware. Um, but I do think that it's like you were saying. He, you like you, you tense up every time the ball goes back to him, mm-hmm. and they're putting him under pressure. I yeah. do. I did notice yesterday. I felt like he was a little bit more, like he was a little bit more aware to just clear the ball like he mm-hmm. wasn't normally normally he'll take a touch try and dribble do something you know fancy or dumb that he shouldn't do like he did against Leeds, leads to goal or something like that but yesterday i felt like it was just like somebody set him down and said dude just clear the freaking ball just kick <laughs> right it i don't care where you kick it just kick it <laughs> right yeah
1: yeah he did he did he cleared um so that's that's all we could hope for uh and yeah, I think he starts. I don't think this is yep. a that's a weird
0: Reddit tangent to get on. It is. It is, man. It is. So, all right. We're both in agreement that Mindy starts. So now you've got let's just say we start with our three five two, the same thing we did last match. Mm. Let's just and we're gonna play the hybrid. Let's just say we're rolling with that because I honestly feel like this might be the last game that we see the hybrid for a while until we have another injury. Yeah. So yeah, who are you starting in the back? Your back three. Uh Silva, a thousand percent. Are you though? On two days rest? Oh yeah. Shoot. That that's my that's my talk. That's what I wanted to talk through here. Is like No, you're right. Silva's been our best center back this season. I feel like it's been a week down. since the last game.
1: Yeah. 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 Sorry, <laughs> I interrupted you. Yeah, you're right. No, you're good. He, he has been the
0: best. Yeah, yeah go ahead. He, he's been the best, but it's like it's two days rest and with his age can we start him again like how like how much are we weighing i guess the importance of this match because we need silva for i'd rather silva sort of stay healthy but at the same time it's like on paper this is not going to be an easy match to win either so it's like i don't know i don't know what to do who who else can start in the middle well, I think you I think what you would do is I think you would do the same thing I think my back 3 because I I just would rather Silva stay healthy for the long term and I just don't see him playing on two days turnaround especially with the way that he played last game and having to do he did a lot last match for us like he covered a lot of ground yeah. so I feel like you just stick Koulibaly in the middle and you leave Chalaba back there because he's young and can come back after two matches like that. And then you put Reese back there as well. So, Mm -hmm. um, or you could take Chalaba out and put, and that's going to be the interesting thing with this one. This game is so, because it's that short turnaround, Mm -hmm. you know, two days of rest. Like, are we going to bring in some of these younger players? Like, could we bring in, even though, you know, the rumor is he's going on alone in and on Padu. For, this is why right. I don't like selling all these players. Right. Because we need the depth that I don't feel like we have to su- su- sustain, especially what we have coming up until November, until the World Cup starts. Like, our the, mat, the fixtures are pretty crazy going forward from here on out. Yeah. Just because we're in the Champions League group stage, and then until November you have the World Cup, so they're trying to cram so much in. And so Tugel's going to really have to manage his squad here. I feel like we're getting rid of some depth, you know, that could possibly come in in these games, especially the cup games. So, I mean, yeah. honestly, I think you start Kulibali, Chalaba, and Reese in the back if we're playing that hybrid formation, just because Chalaba and Reese are young and I feel like they can bounce back, they recover quicker and Koulibaly didn't play last match, so he can come back quicker. So right. I feel like that might be what Tuchel goes with because I mean, who else do we have? I mean, Dave, but Dave played half the match last time.
1: You're right. Yeah. So, yeah, the turnaround uh, is the thing here that is interesting. I mm-hmm. get, I get used to like us coming in here every week, and it's like I forgot <laughs> that we had a whole game yesterday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but that makes perfect sense. I, I like the logic there is sound. I, I mean, that's where Chalaba played. Last game, uh, K2 slots in the middle, Reese on the right, as much as we need him to be on the wing in a lot of
0: ways. Um, yeah, but if, if we're playing the hybrid, it, he, pushes sorry, I mean, yeah, he pushes up. Yeah, he pushes up, so we're fine. So, but if we don't play the hybrid, like, do you start Dave there?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But if they're not, but if yeah, but if they're not pressing, then I don't see why we wouldn't play it.
0: Yeah, for sure. I don't know. It, it's just like I don't like. Like, what's your thoughts on the depth? Like, do you feel like we are getting too thin at this point in time? Like, um, like, let's just let's name our center backs right now. Chalaba, who they have now come out and said he's going to stay. You got yeah, Kula Silva and Fofana are your and Dave. So you got five true center backs. Reese, I guess, makes six if you want to count it. That way, Kukurea can make seven. You know, um, mm-hmm. right. But you got to consider if somebody's going to go down with an injury at some point. in Time this year, probably Silva because he always does. And then you have all these match fixtures like this. And I guess Fofana will help. I guess that's sort of what we're missing. This match is if we had Fofana, the rotation right. wouldn't be as bad because you could rest Silva and Chalaba and bring in Fofana and Kulabali and run the hybrid formation with Kulabali not being here yet, or with Fofana not being here yet, we're sort of pigeonholed right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, I think it's a mistake to sell Ampadu uh, for sure. I am glad that we're keeping Chalaba um, just for depth and um it's like you said he's still really young so recovery time hopefully for learning how to play better also (laughs) goes into that but um no he 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 played admirably last match too um so uh but he's still young he's still connering it sometimes Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean you named them all i'd i'd it it seems unnecessarily thin Back there because of the way we've handled the transfer window um, because we were already replacing two people mm-hmm. so I think we talked about this like our our net bringing in of a defender is like none mm-hmm. yeah we've replaced we replaced two of them and we're selling we're selling one or sending them out on loan so whatever's happening with Ampadu but yeah. like that's not and i get i guess the thinking is well we didn't have Chilwell all last season so possible he can play back there and then we got Kukereya possible he could play back there but then mm-hmm. i don't i mean that's like those are just possibilities i mean Kukereya more than Chilwell and yeah. so i yeah i don't know and we i mean we we do seem thin especially considering the age and especially considering injury records we we seem incredibly thin i agree uh so i yeah i don't i don't know it does make me nervous we do get into situations like this where that that back line is going to look interesting going forward throughout the season and to your point the the world cup is screwing everything up this year um it already screws up stuff anyway but like to put it in a December window we won't talk about FIFA corruption here but like that is it's kind of mind-blowing that this is happening (laughs) and then (laughs) and then for this schedule to be the way it is because it's I mean they we're going hard and fast with the with the Champions League so I mean just and then we're going to be in two cup competitions at some point so it's Mm -hmm. like I yeah I mean every in every game in the Premier League to me has to be the most important game we play yes, at 100%. that point so um because i think we were talking about because we we drew city in mm-hmm. the uh which cup did we draw city in which cup carbo i carbo yeah so you you said you just want that to be basically uh, our youth squad <laughs> yeah
0: like i don't care just put those youth squad out there if they lose they lose yeah. i don't care about the carbo yeah club.
1: yeah <laughs> I just don't think that can be a priority this season, especially with the way that the transfer window is gone. Especially yep. with the way injuries are starting to go. Especially with, and hopefully we've gotten some of the red cards out of the way for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Well, when we move up the pitch, we'll talk about that too. But it, it just we're already we're already in the front of the season, and we've already had depth issues in a, in some ways. Um, and then we're not—we're just replacing players that are leaving. We're not actually like shoring up some of that because we're selling other players. I, yeah. I'm repeating myself here, but I want to make the point: this is not good. <laughs> so, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't—I don't think it's necessary to play Dave back there right now. Like, I mean, let, yeah, I say give it to the younger guys and the one guy that didn't get to play last game and let's see what happens i think this is probably a good game to do that on um especially if southampton aren't really going to be pressuring us like i hope they won't so that i i think that lineup's the best that we can do
0: yeah, I mean, I think so. what everybody should gather from this is that Jason and he both agreed that Bali will start next match, but we have no clue outside <laughs> of that who will be playing next to Bali. We don't even know what position Koulibaly. Maybe I was sitting here thinking about this while you were talking. It's like, what if he um, puts James at right center back and puts Dave at center back and then just leaves Koulibaly at left center back? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it's possible. It's possible.
1: Who knows at this but point do we- in time? I mean, Dave would probably be better there than at, right at this point in in some ways, mm-hmm. but uh but yeah, it's like you said, I mean we just came off of a ten man match um dave Dave had to run more than he probably wanted to when he came on mm-hmm. uh and he's old, so yep. <laughs> yes, I mean, our I back think... line is so old. We have three players in the back line over thirty.
0: Yeah, well, what was that stat that I figured out before the season? It's like our average age is like a hundred or hundred and five or something like that. Or our yeah, the yeah, yeah. combined age is like a hundred right. and I forgot what it something. is. It's it's, yeah. it's way up there. It's over a hundred, which is just insane for your back line. You know, like you were saying. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, y'all can gather that Jason and me are just you know taking shots in the dark at who we think is going to start back there at this point in time because it's. It's getting hard because of these rotations in the cup, you know, the cup games. And I would personally rather Silva sit this match and have him for West Ham. Um yeah. So and I think that gives you cool he has got enough time to recover. So West Ham are the more worrying team too. Yes. So I, sure. I agree with that. For sure. So anyway, all right. So um another interesting thing, so for playing, you know, the way we sort of set up last time. So if the you know if the wing backs what we have I guess technically we had Lochte's cheek there was technically mm-hmm. in the the three five two he was technically the right wing back and Kukurea was the left wing back. So yeah. do you see that happening again this match? Do you see possibly possibly us bringing Cho in to since he hasn't played and you know give him some minutes or are, are we not going to play Chubb because we're worried about him getting injured and not being able to go out alone. And then we're screwed out of getting his wages off the books for the, like it's, this is th- this match is falling at the worst possible time. On, like this is match is just terrible timing all around.
1: And it, it goes back to the F and transfer window. Yeah. Ending a month into this season, especially mm-hmm. in a season where they should have adjusted the transfer window this season. It's, mm-hmm. If we're if we got World Cup stuff going on, they they should have they should have looked at this. Uh This is, it is. I digress. Yeah, I I just don't see Cho coming in. Like I I just don't. I I still think. But
0: are we keeping him? Like I, he's not leaving. I, I so apparently he's been linked to Leverkusen. And he wants to go there. Like, that's the club that he wants to go to. We sort of let him pick. He wants to go to Leverkusen. But the issue is is they want to buy on clause where they have, you know, the right to buy them, and we don't want to include that. So that's sort of, I think, the, from my understanding and reading, that that's sort of the point of contention. But it's like at this point in time, I don't – like, depth, man. Depth. Like, yeah. look his cheek going out there, and he didn't have the greatest of games last time. So – yeah. I I think, you know, on the left, I think you give Chile a start here just because he didn't play, you know, very much. He seems to be getting his legs back, and you can curtail his minutes, you know, Dang. let him play 60 minutes or you know, fifty-five minutes, sixty minutes, and then bring Kukureya in. And especially if we're down or tied in the end of a match, Kukureya can make a big difference because of his pace and the way he plays he can make a big difference coming off the bench for us in this type of match where he needs to be rested for some of it, but he can still make an impact on the match. Cause we've seen what he can do coming off the bench. Like we've seen that, you know, so I feel like give Chile to start on the left, Kukure is there to come in if Chile can't make it the whole match. And you know, we don't want Chile to make it. The whole, we're still managing his minutes, whatever we're doing with him. But I don't know about the right man. I I make Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I, I I don't know. Uh, yeah,
1: because you got to – Yeah, maybe yeah. so. Because we have got to save lakes here. Yeah, like that's that's what we have to do. Um, because I I would be I my brain just goes oh well RLC has been okay there like mm-hmm. but he played a whole match in a ten man squad yeah because uh get this Connor Gallagher got a red card last game. <laughs> And it was his fault that he did it. (laughs) I don't even know why we have to say that. But uh, yeah, yeah, Connor Gallagher doesn't get that red card. We might be having a slightly different conversation. Yes, maybe a Um, slightly different one. Well, because we would have had options to sub in a more strategic way for this. Towards the, I mean, like coming up to the end of the game, because Mm -hmm. we were pretty much dominating, we go up. We can start bringing players in earlier. The last time, or you don't anyway, have to bring
0: somebody like Dave on in that exactly. situation, and you can rest him for the entire match, and then we know without a shadow of a doubt Dave is going to start in the back this next match. So yeah, exactly. to your point, you're you're exactly correct. And these implications—I
1: mean, these are the implications that like happen when you make boneheaded mistakes in the midfield, like we tend to do every dang game. Um, but yeah, man. I, yeah, let's put Polisic there. I'd I'd rather I'd rather him be there, and I'd rather Chilly be there, than because we talked we talked about RLC just bringing some stability, and I think that he does. But Polisic is due a start for me. Like I just mm-hmm. I don't think he's been coming in enough to make an impact on a game. All four of our games have had weird things go on in them. Um, I I think that for me. Personally, I would love to see Pulisic in here. And, yes, this I, – I just say, yeah, I every game is important in the Premier League because I've already said that, so I have to say that again. But, <laughs> yeah, I think we have to use this game as an opportunity. Like, mm-hmm. at least it's not against another big six team at the moment. Right. Like, we're, we're playing against a team that isn't performing at a high level, kind of like us. But we're still playing against a team that's not performing at a high level. We need to make adjustments. I'm I'm on board with Chillwell coming in for sure, mm-hmm. and I'm on board with uh maybe like keeping as many of our starters out of this. I, I know that that's not going
0: to happen, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, and I think that you know. You, you bring up a good point with Polisic, you know, that and I think another reason Polisic I think Polisic starts this match. I don't know if it'll be on the right wing. I think I do right. think Polisic starts this match somewhere because I think he stays. I don't think we're getting rid of him. We don't have the depth to get rid of him. Especially if we're getting rid of Cho and Ziich. Yeah. So I think Polisic starts for sure. Right wing back, whether he starts up top and the two like somewhere, I think Pulisic will be on this pitch somewhere um, starting, which I think it, to your point, he does deserve a start at this point in the season. Like you can't make an impact coming on 15 minutes, 10, 10 minutes left in a match. It's just not feasible. Um, yeah. And I mean, like you said, like we've said this entire, you know, episodes that we've been doing this podcast, it can't be any worse. He (laughs) Polisic can literally not be any worse than Mason Mount has been this year. Other than if he takes the ball, dribbles it toward our goal around Mindy and puts it in the back of the net. That's the only possible way Pulisic (laughs) can be worse than Mason Mount this year. So I'm just, yeah. Um, So yeah, I think, you know, I mean, because it's either Polisic or Cho if you're taking, or you put Reese there and you put Dave at right center. But I don't know. There's so many weird, things that can happen. This is so hard to predict this lineup, you know, starting lineup. Um, well, and then
1: th- this is another implication to transfer. Like mm-hmm. we have, we can't even talk about a couple players here because they might be tied to other clubs. Although it right. does look like Ajax are, they they want way less for ZH than we value him for. So he might be staying, but we don't know that this game. And right. we don't know about Cho this game. Mm-hmm. So we're we're kind of men down in that regard because we right. can't even take full advantage of the entire squad. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, I just I guess this is the Jason complains about the transfer window uh, <laughs> podcast episode. Even though we said we didn't want to talk about it, but the we're implications still- are real.
0: Like we can't get yeah. away from it at this point. You're right; they are real because you know you just brought up two points, like two players that. Which is it's weird because we'd actually, I mean, he's brought Zietron a couple of times, mm-hmm. you know, in matches. And I'm just flabbergasted by the fact that he brought Zietron. And like, to your point, you know, Ajax doesn't, we value him at like 34, 35 million or something like that, which is just yeah. insane to me for a 30 year old. Um, but then you got to look at it. I think the reason we're valuing them so high is because we see that, Oh, IX is about to get a hundred million dollars for Anthony going to United. So I think that plays a role in all of this. Like we know you have the money, just pay it. But, um, right. I think there'll be some, I think something will be worked out there anyway, back to it. So, yeah. So then it brings you to your midfield three. If you're playing the five in the midfield, like we did last match. So, you had said before the podcast started, and I agreed with you, but now I'm like thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You were like, well, Jorginho obviously starts. Yeah. Does Jorginho start? But I mean, I guess, and I, looking back at the match now, I see some of the subs that we made, like bringing off Mount, you know, at halftime. Mm-hmm. I think that does yep. at least preserve Mount. He will start this match because he, will, yep. he only played half the match last time. So I think Mount is a shoe in to start up top. So then you have in the midfield, let's see, last match we had Jorginho Gallagher and who else would have dropped in there? Who technically in our starting lineup? I don't know. I have to look at the whole lineup again. Who am I missing? Oh, it would have been Mount, I guess, because you would have had Havertz and Sterling up top. So it would have been, so we'll say Mount in the midfield. So that leaves you two positions open because Gallagher is a dumb, dumb. And I still love you, Connor. Don't get me wrong, but you were a dumb, dumb sure. last match. And you yeah, realize like- that, appreciate your Instagram post and taking responsibility for your actions. <laughs> yeah. Really appreciate that, Connor. Shout out to you, man. Um, <laughs> we're still dumb. Um, so then that leaves you, Jorginho, and who's playing next to Jorginho. I don't think Kovacic is just ready to go full you know, um, 90 yet. So, I, I I mean, Jorginho's not young, does he does he start
1: uh, and then you sub him out like do you, good shout. Do you start somebody and, and sub them out for somebody that played a little more the last game
0: and then they just come into the second half i think and i think that's how that might be a good shout to how he sets this up because of us having five subs now maybe you know, so that, that's probably a good shout there because i mean you could if kova's ready to play forty five. Just play Georgina the first half and bring Koval for the second. Yeah, yeah, that solves your issue there. It Gets Kova more playing time, but that's still, who's starting next to Georgina? I don't know. This is
1: weird. I'm looking at Google's lineup, and it has four in the back, four in the midfield. It has us playing a four-four-two. That's because that's game. the only
0: formation Google knows. <laughs> they just put everybody in a four-four-two. Like everybody for the last five years has played a four-four-two. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's pretty funny. But yeah, who else? I mean, all right. So what was what was our bench last game? Do you have that in front of you? Uh, Yeah. All right. So who was we our bench? We had Kova,
1: Pulisic, Brozia, Cho was on the bench last game,
0: uh, Chilwell, Ziyech, Aspie, and Ampadu. I mean, logically speaking, Ampadu makes the most sense to put there. But yeah. once again, it goes back to the transfer thing. Ziyech could possibly play there, especially if we're playing the hybrid. Like, right. But then I guess that leaves you with, you would drop Mount back to the pivot when we're defending, which like, this is just like, I. it's weird. And Padu makes the most logical sense because he actually would work in the pivot, not saying that he's the best option or saying that he is the best player, but logically speaking, he is the only other one that can really play the pivot, which Jorginho and do it, you know, well. Right, I do
1: not envy Tuchel in this situation. I don't all. either. I don't either. So, I was just trying to look up the latest news yeah. on Ampadu or whatever his name is. I'm just going to call him Ethan. Ethan. Yeah, it's like
0: a 12 million dollar or to some I can't remember where he's on Cal Italy maybe. I don't remember. Some club. Oh yeah. Oh, well, he's getting loaned yeah, he's getting loaned. Spezia? Is that how you yeah, say that? Yeah, Spezia. Yeah, that's it.
1: So he he's definitely getting loaned. I don't think there's a permanent deal, maybe with an option to buy for fifteen. I think money, that's what said. the point so, of
0: contention is right now. It's like I don't think we necessarily want to include that, but they, they want an option to buy. So maybe that's just haggling over that, you know, whether that's well then he's not in this game at all. True. There you go. So you take him out. It's <sighs> yeah, absurd. I mean, Chuck. <laughs> oh, we bring Chuck in and we give Chuck his first start. Chuck, <laughs> this is his game to be a god. Yes. I, I mean, the...
1: I say, why not? Like, freaking put him in there. <sighs> I mean, we've been
0: preaching the Chuck at least let him for start weeks. It. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. At least let him start the freaking match. Let him start the match. You can sub in somebody that played really hard last game uh, if things aren't going well. I have a hard time believing that he would be as bad of a start as Gallagher had last game. All he's got to do is last more than 28 minutes. <laughs> and he'll be fine. That's right. And he's good. He's good if he lasts more than 28 minutes so yeah yeah. that's it just last more than 28 minutes and we keep a clean sheet we dominate the game and Mm -hmm. chuck will be a god he
0: will earn his spot yep for sure and i feel like that you know that he'll at least he's got to at least make the bench at this point in time because we don't have yeah if ampadu's gone who knows about cho what we're going to do with him so i feel like you don't gallagher doesn't make the bench because he's suspended so that takes you know one position away so He's got to make the bench. Is he not next up in the midfield lineup? Like he, it's it's got to be him. With with Ampadu, yeah, he's got to be like
1: with with Ethan leaving and Connor out of the game completely. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he'll he'll have to at least make the bench if not start. Yeah, for sure. But the whole point of Chuck was we bought him so we would use him. Like that's what the line was when we bought him. Mm -hmm. So now's your chance.
0: Here you go Tuchel. you got it you got a youngster put him I mean he has premier league experience so it's not like this would be his first ever premier league match you know so i feel like Exactly. Okay, he just put him in there and let it go. I mean like it I don't know. I don't know. I guess we have no save, other options. Save your chuck. Yeah. Yeah. So um unless
1: well, i guess unless the edge starts but then transfer
0: yeah, transfer. And I mean, but Ziyech Zich would have to start up top, I feel like. Yeah. Because yeah, you're right. of yeah. where Because if we're I'm getting de- ahead. Yeah, because if we're defensively and you do start which I think we're both in agreement that Mount starts because he didn't play the whole match last time. And you have right. Jorginho in there, then Ziyich, if you're back, you know, if we're defending with three at the back, then you don't want Ziyich in that pivot with Jorginho. And Mount I, I think there was a preseason match where he did drop back in the midfield and play the pivot for a little while, and it what didn't go mm-hmm. that well. So, yeah. I feel like ZH would have to start up top. So then that brings you to the question: Who are we starting up top, Jason? I don't know, Broja. We keep preaching the Broja gospel, but I mean, he just don't—he <laughs> just don't start. Like I don't get it, yeah, man. I don't know. Tommy T, what are you doing, buddy? Give Brogia a chance. <laughs> Give Brosia a chance. Yeah, I mean,
1: does, does Sterling come back in
0: I think, this yeah. early? Yeah. I think Sterling has to at least play 60 minutes of, minutes of the match. Yeah. That's a lot of minutes on him. It is. I mean, he's 27, so he's still not that old yet. I mean, in terms of soccer yeah. years, he's in his prime. So I feel like, yeah, that'd be fine. But – Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I maybe, I mean, like we said, I, we both think Polisic starts, but where do you put Polisic? You're putting him at right wing back. you putting him at, and that's the crazy thing about this is because we don't know who's exactly, like is Rogue Left's his cheek going to be recovered enough? Does he, you know, too many unanswered questions going into this match, man. And, and this is what makes me nervous yeah. is because yeah, this, this is fixing to start happening. Like this same thing happens next week. We play a match on Saturday against West Ham, a very good opponent. And then we got to turn around and freaking fly to the middle of nowhere in Europe and go play a team. So the same thing's happening next week. At least we'll have the transfer window sorted out by then. We'll know our roster. But again, right. it's two days rest and we got to turn around and play again. And then I think we come back from there and we play Fulham. And then we have another Champions League match. And then we play pool. I believe after that, so it's like this is three Tuesdays in a row, or I think one of those. I think the next Champions League Mac will be on a Wednesday, but this is the fixtures are coming hot and heavy. We've got to figure out some kind of rotation at this point in time. Yeah, this is weird.
1: I mean, we haven't talked about him. I'm going back to the midfield a little bit. Ross Barkley.
0: We haven't talked about him in a while. I mean, we are trying to have a number. Yeah. We're desperately trying to unload Ross Barkley at this point in time from everything that I've heard. It's just like, get that man out of of the club. What's
1: going on with these people that we just have? Like, I mean, we still have
0: ramen on this, on the roster. We still have Gilmore on the roster. That's the one you need to be question. We need to be questioning right now. Is why is Gilmore yeah. not somewhere closer to the starting lineup or at least on right. the bench? Like my thing is is like clearly we've been in talks to get Ampadu out the club, which I don't like, but why are you gonna put him on the bench? Like put Gil- right. like they literally Tuchel is just outcasted Billy Gilmore. He's like not my favorite player, but I think he's serviceable. Like as a sure. squad rotation player, I think he can do that. Mm-hmm. So why would we not have and To his point, he I feel like he in the pivot is better than Gallagher is in the pivot. Gallagher's out of position in the pivot. I feel like Gilmore in the pivot is a better fit than Gallagher is in the pivot. So my uh, looking at that, like I don't look, I felt I think I said before the season started that we should get rid of Gilmore and, you know, just sell him. But at this point in time, I think we need him. Like I, at this point, I didn't know we were going to use freaking Colin Gallagher as a Gallagher as a pivot player. That was just bonkers. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, it. You got Gilmore. I forgot about him. Just chilling. Yep.
1: We also have Batuai up top still on the roster, and we still have Kennedy on the roster. So this is some Jeez. interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. that we that sure. we still have these players. I mean we haven't given them numbers yet, which I guess the goal there was to offload them, but it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like we have been able to sell players as good as we brought them mm-hmm. in and we still
0: didn't even do that very well. Yeah. So Yeah, I just read I wanted to confirm before I said this on the podcast, but I did just read that we're we there is a possibility that we will just cut Barkley just completely, just pay him off to let him go for oh, free. Oh man. I I just yeah, I, yeah. I thought I'd read that earlier in the week, but I wanted to go back and make sure. And that's yeah. Well, they need to stop dicking around with him though and do it. If well, they're going to do it, they're hoping they're going to get some money for him, but nobody's paying Barkley for Barkley. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, but we digress. So I mean, the, I think the question with Broch is he's coming off an injury, so we we don't know how. Yeah. I don't think he's ready to go full ninety. So maybe you, like, I think your plan, your idea is the best where we just sort of sub, we make maybe several halftime subs in this match to yeah. get players rest and to get some new ones on. I think that's probably the best idea. But I don't know, man. This I'm, game makes me nervous. I don't know what I'm
1: talking about, though. So, but yeah, like it's, I think it's entirely unpredictable. I, I, I don't really know where to go from here. I have no... I have no idea what Tuchel's gonna do. We're gonna be just as surprised as everyone else. It's gonna take me
0: a long time to update that lineup on Saturday <laughs> or Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Um, because you can normally pencil in some starters, but now I use no I mean, who knows? I have no clue. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I don't know, man. Um yeah. So uh, let's just go to score predictions because at this point in time, I I think we're just sort of at a loss for the lineups, and we'll just be surprised like everybody else. Come Tuesday, when Tuco releases his lineup, and we'll tell you if it's good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's your uh, what's your score prediction, Jason? Look,
1: I think I'm I'm kind of in the thought process that we'll take what happened uh, and run with it. Um, it was it's weird last game. Though, because it did feel very it was a very subdued win, and I think that I'd, it wasn't a very celebratory win. I mean, I'm just not getting that sense from everyone I, I it's like when we got on the podcast, it was very relieving, I think um and so i I feel like um that just says a lot about where our mentality is as a club, and so i, I it says a lot about how unpredictable we can be from game to game. But, that being said, I think that we will carry the momentum forward. I'm going to go 2-0.
0: Oh, man.
1: 2-0 win for us. So, I think we see it out. I think we have a good game. I think there's a lot of question marks on this game. I think this is our time to shine. And last I think last game is going to be a good jumping off point it was a it was a reality check in a lot of ways for for a lot of people for a lot of positions for our team in general and I think that hopefully they will start to actually see the seriousness of the situation that they have before them for the rest of the 90% left that we have of the season so 20 when us I have no idea who's scoring because we'd never settled on a, a starting lineup
0: We don't know who's starting. So, how can we predict who's scoring? (laughs) (laughs) What Um, about you? Jeez, man. This game, it makes me nervous. Like, I don't know why. There's just like that gut feeling in Simon is like, man, I don't want to play this game. I don't want to go to Southampton on a Tuesday night. It's just, to me, it's setting up for some type of disaster class from this <laughs> team i don't honestly don't know like i, I want to win or gonna,
1: lose oh sorry
0: like i don't like i feel like i feel like i want to say we're going to score some goals in this match but then i don't have the confidence that we will score the goals in this match because southampton is leaky and i want to be like oh we'll score three or four goals that's no problem but yeah. then i'm like oh wait this is chelsea i'm talking about <laughs> right right we will squander chance after chance after chance. And it's can we capitalize off that momentum? Um geez, this one's a tough one. I'm going one-one draw. I just I Okay. I do I, I want to change it to two one. See, that's the thing, like that I it's easier when you know who's starting the match. And mm-hmm. like, Or at least you yeah. have an idea, like we have these past few weeks. Not having an idea really, I don't know. I'm You know what, I'm going with my gut that we're going to score goals. 3-1.
1: We're going to score okay. goals. I'm,
0: I'm changing it. We're, we're not drawing. 3-1, we're going to score some goals. I think we give up a, a goal just because of the rotation in the defense. Simple as that. I, I love don't. it. I like the fact that you're predicting clean sheet and you're being Mr. Optimism here. <laughs> I, I don't know when our next clean sheet will be. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. But, yeah, man. Um. So well, that about wraps up this episode. Uh. So, Jason, why don't you uh, tell them where you got any, Well, do you have any final thoughts first heading into Southampton on a Tuesday night in mm-hmm. August? No, I will be uh, hopefully skipping work to watch it. I don't think I have any meetings, uh, so uh, it'll be great. For sure, for sure, yeah. I'll probably be uh, sitting at work in my office, um, just watching it on my phone, um, little mini TV <laughs> screen. You know, technology is great. You know, so, um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, Jason, why don't you tell them where they can find us? We're the Ball and Foot. Just search for that. You'll
1: find us. The only place worth following us is Twitter. Uh, one day we'll plug the other things. Uh, we tried doing that, and I was hoping that would, uh, give me some impetus to do something with them, but it, it hasn't happened yet. Uh, Daniel does a great job on uh Twitter, and that's the place to be. So just look for the ball and foot on Twitter, and uh, we might abandon the other ones one day. Uh, but for now they're still alive. So if you search the ball and foot, you might find us in some other places, but only just go follow us on Twitter. That that's Twitter is the place to be right
0: now yeah. for the ball and foot. Yeah. Twitter is definitely our favorite platform. Like it is, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. So yeah, check us out. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you catch your podcast at these days. And um. yeah, I guess that's the end of this episode. We'll see y'all again sometime later on this week. I, this is going to be a busy week for us too. We're dropping this this might be like a four podcast week just because of all the match previews and everything else is going on this week it's bananas so yeah you know whatever so all right guys uh i'm daniel he's jason we'll catch you on the flip side
1: thank god the transfer season's gonna be over the next time we talk to you
0: flippity floppity